You're eating my heart away. Uh, okay. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> the Adventures of Bradley and Don. I think this is one of those leftovers. Leftovers? Remember when <laughs> all the sad songs got played? Oh, all the sad songs? Yeah, because isn't that Cat Stevens? Yeah. I don't know. It says Fast Car Luke Combs. And no, I know but remember when it. they put them all in the system? Mm. This happened during Don and Steve as well. We yeah. were listening to Chemical by... Uh, um, What's his face? And it was actually uh, oh, some. It was I will remember you. I think by. Yeah, well, that's totally. Yeah, this so is I the prank. The I don't know what forgot. happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, and uh, she just re-put the prank in there. <laughs> I mean, welcome to the show. I feel like it's weird that it's trouble and it's our show. Thanks a lot, Arthur. Well, you are trouble. You're trouble. You call the lady a bimbo. A bimbo. Yeah. Well. Anyway, trouble, moving nasty on. Woman. She is living up to her name today. She's got a button on her that says, <laughs> says nasty, nasty woman. Nasty woman. That nasty woman. Uh, so we have to talk about Hobach. That is wow, Amy Robach. Calling names all over the place. And you developed that with me. Hobach is the relationship name for Amy Robach and TJ See Holmes. how, like, she just gets real accusatory. Um, that is their relationship name. And they have a podcast, Amy and TJ. Yeah. And surprisingly, people are listening. At least the tabloids are. They're getting juicy headlines every day. What's in the headlines about these two today? Well, um, the headline is, is that TJ recorded her crying and played it on their podcast. So I did a little digging. and TJ Holmes recorded Amy Robach crying. Yes. So they were having not an argument, but a discussion about her feelings. And so he decided to put microphones in the apartment or the penthouse or whatever. Okay. And he told her in advance, hey, come come home and we're going to talk this out, but we're going to record it. Why? Because they're putting everything out there. But that's so fake then. Like you just know, if you know you're being recorded, you're going to change what you're saying to suit the fact that you know somebody is listening. This is so what? Well, it's better that he told her because if he didn't and then he's like, surprise, it's a podcast. I'd be like, "Uh, no. Probably run afoul of state laws. But anyway, so what happened? All right. So she is, um, she's been feeling icky. The name of the podcast, this episode, it is called Things Ain't Right. So I listened to all, not all of it, but I would say 20 minutes of the first part of it. And he starts out saying like, okay, so um, I haven't looked on social media for a very long time. This is TJ. And I just logged on to our podcast um Instagram and I was reading some comments about the podcast and it seems like everybody was saying you guys are such a cute couple you look so in love hey good luck to you and it was all pretty positive and I felt like a fraud because we've been having some problems and I'm like okay gross okay and I'm like what What? I thought you guys were talking about current events like so then he says so I called up Amy and I said and so then you realize that in the moment he's put microphones in the place that they live and he's like, I, and then, so Amy's like, yeah, um, my, I was just dropping my daughter off at the airport. And so he's called me to come over and discuss and have a discussion about what's been going on. And so then she proceeds to say that they used to work with each other in a different way. So they were never responsible for ratings or 
basically like getting guests for the show or promoting things they, because the affiliate did that, you know, the show they were on. They didn't handle booking guests or um, pumping out podcasts or yeah. making sure that their ratings were good. Yeah. Social media. TV. TV they work together people. to do the content creating the content but now they're having to do all of that and manage like run a business together and she was feeling disconnected from him okay because they work in different ways okay and so he's kind of quiet and she's feeling insecure because she doesn't feel connected to him so i'll play a little bit of this in the moment of her kind of being not ambushed because she knew what she was walking into through a text but this is part of their podcast what we've ended up doing is sitting in silence for hours next to each other. And it's exhausting. Um, I'm not great at that. And um, there's obviously with everything else going on in my life, it just, I have felt extremely disconnected um, from you. And I'm somebody who, yeah, I think, especially when I feel the way I do, I have realized that I do want and need and prefer um, physical touch, uh, words of affirmation, communication. So when I'm sitting next to somebody who I know we're both working hard, but I feel is completely emotionally removed from our relationship. So it's the struggle of, yes, we're, we've always worked together and gotten along, but this is a different kind of working together. And so the last few days, I've felt disconnected. So what do you think about that? I don't get the context of, out there. Yeah, I don't get the context of that. So that was recorded uh, real time. He put up. So that's what they recorded in the apartment together. Yeah, they've been having a struggle with each other in the way that they prep for their show. So and he said, come home, let's talk stuff. about it. Yeah, and let's I'm talk about it, but you. I'm going to record you having a breakdown. That's weird, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to live my relationship out loud, but that's clearly what they're choosing to do, which I guess there's an audience for that. I, I, I mean, sure, if that's what their audience wants, it just feels very performative. Like if you know you're recording, I I don't I don't know. It seems it's a like, little disingenuous. Let me disingenuous. catch you at a raw moment because we need material. I think there's a real danger in it because what you're saying is that it's you know because then it's sort of like in the description of the podcast it says TJ knew something was up with Amy, so he surprised her at his home with microphones set up for a podcast. After a lot of thought, they both agreed to work out their latest issues and share what actually happened by recording their conversation. That's weird. It's raw and it's real and relatable for anyone in a relationship. Don't te- If you have to tell me those things, it's not the case. So again, right. it just seems forced and contrived. But, you know, her emotion sounded real. I don't know that she's acting in, in that moment. I don't but- think it's relatable, though. You know what I mean? It's specific to them. So saying no, that it's relatable, what you have I, to tell me it's relatable? I don't that's know. why I'm saying if you have to tell me it's probably not. I think they would argue that it, what's relatable is having communication issues in your relationship. What's not relatable is their relationship and recording it for a large audience. Uh-huh. My, I'm, I'm like, okay, what's left for you guys then? Because people are already interested in your personal yeah. relationship. But once you let people in this much... 
what's going to happen, I feel, is that the trolls will come out and they're going to criticize him and they're going to go, well, you're not giving her what she needs. And then there's going to be other people that say, you're too needy for wanting him to hold your hand. Well, I wouldn't even call those trolls. I would say you've been invited into this conversation. So you're perfectly it's perfectly acceptable for you to have those thoughts and opinions about what they should and shouldn't do in their relationship because they've invited you in. Yeah. And I think to a level where I'm like, you don't need to do this. People enjoyed you for a different reason. Your chemistry on air, your um, intelligent thoughts and opinions on current events. And so I don't know if I would go this route and they're choosing to do this, but I'm just worried about well, what's going to happen next. Yeah. It doesn't, you know? it doesn't and seem, it doesn't, and they've also been together for, I mean, they've worked together for a long time, Sure, but this relationship publicly is very new. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if this is the smartest idea. Doesn't but, sound like it to me. Anyway, we'll see what, I mean, we're tuning in, but it's just for the train wreck. Really? I mean, honestly, so. I'm like, I'm just tired of them. Like, it, I, because again, I said this at the beginning, I think they have a tremendous talent and they are not being utilized for what they yeah. have, which is chemistry on air. But I feel like they're forcing themselves to do what they think they need to do in Mm -hmm. the form of all these other podcasts of celebrity relationships who people get real, real and raw. And it's like uh, half the time I don't buy the crap that they're saying because I think they know perfectly well they're serving an audience. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to tailor everything. I mean, we yeah, it just seems like they're trying too hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for dipping your toe in that. Uh Saving us the trouble. Yeah. Speaking of dipping our toe, uh oh. The next topic is this is why he's been playing these sounds. I can't believe he's so enamored. What? Enamored? You're enamored with this sound today because of this story that's coming up. Yes, the story that's coming up. This guy literally caused an airplane. Did you see this, Mike? I have not. Okay. (laughs) This guy caused an airplane to turn around. Why? That's why. I'll tell you why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. What are you waiting for? Make your appointments today for one of the best dentists in the Twin Cities. It's where I go, it's where I take my whole family. In fact, my whole family is me. (laughs) I just realized it's me. I'm the family. Uh, But I do bring my whole family. Actually, Weezy doesn't go to Dakota Dental, but she totally would. And actually, they would probably brush... I bet they would brush her teeth if I brought Wheezy with me. That's just how great a dentist Dakota Dental is. So, what are you waiting for? Now is the time to make that appointment for you and your whole family. Get in. Get the appointment on the books. They'll send you a reminder. You'll head down to Apple Valley. And you'll be getting the best dental care in the Twin Cities, just like I do and have for years. Whether it's regular checkups, uh, other procedures maybe you put off. Maybe you just want a brand new smile. Let them know today. They're there to help. DakotaDental.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I know. <laughs> it's hard. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley. That's Dawn. Dawn. Hi. Welcome back to the show. Uh, I played that sound effect for a very important reason, because I don't know where my airplane sound effect is. And the two go hand in hand. Or should I say, no, I'm not going to say that. So, Dawn, what are you looking at? The crack a window. Oh, that one. That would be a good one to play. Crack a window. Air it out. That is the theme for this. I want to know who that is in that sound effect. Oh, that's isn't that... um... Crack Morgan a, Freeman. Morgan right? Freeman. Oh, it is? Yeah. Really? Crack a window. Air it out. Doesn't sound like Morgan Freeman. It does to me. Okay. You guys, I was over at People Magazine the other day. That is earlier today. And I saw this story about an airline flight that went horribly wrong. In fact, an airplane was forced to return to the gate. Why? We'll get there, Dawn. You don't give it all at once. Okay. So, Dawn, this People Magazine article said the following, and I was hooked instantly. Excessively farting past... This is a People Magazine exclusive. Yes. Under their lifestyle and travel. Excessively (laughs) farting passenger reportedly causes American Airlines flight to turn around. Quote, we all breathed a sigh of relief when he was removed. So... I was like, I got to know this story. I did also read this story. Good, because you're as juvenile as I am. Yeah. Mike, you did not read the story? I have not touched it, no. But you don't touch it. Did you, did you, have you smelled the story? <laughs> you're yeah. about to. So Ew. the guy says, now this all came from a Reddit thread, so take it for what you will. This is why I didn't but it's put it pretty, on the grid. What do you mean? Because I thought people make stuff up. Just well, to guess what? We're going to pretend click. it's true. Okay. So just act like you didn't have thoughts otherwise. Okay. This past Sunday, I was on a direct flight from Phoenix to Austin. I will say in the comments, somebody chimes in and says, oh, my God, I was on this flight, blah, blah, blah. We'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Look. Yes. We're going to play theater of the mind and assume this story is true. Okay. This past Sunday, I was on a direct flight from Phoenix to Austin, and I was seated near the row where this situation occurred. I'm simply sharing this because it's somewhat entertaining, and I did not film anything. That's probably good, but I am surprised because you would think in this day and age somebody would have filmed it. And if they did, if this did actually happen, you got to believe at some point we're going to see film. Yeah. Apparently, before most people boarded, I also just marvel at the fact that People Magazine ran with the story. Several minutes pass, uh, or no, the guy says he essentially he sees this disgruntled guy making a lot of noise. Not there yet. He's maybe hung over, had a rough day, but as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like maybe he's swearing or something, saying naughty words. Several minutes pass and the majority of people are seated, but we still haven't left the gate. I overhear him loudly say, you thought that was rude? Well, how about this smell? (laughs) And proceeds to fart. 
the people sitting near him immediately say, um, oh. they immediately near him were ladies seemingly minding their own business. I didn't catch anyone's response to that, but the guy seated next to me and I exchanged smiles and shook our heads. So it goes on. And essentially, <laughs> essentially, people start getting into it with him. Yeah. Because people were eating, I guess, and he was complaining about the smells of the food. Uh, that people were eating, and so then he was trying to compete with those smells by launching things from his backside. (laughs) (laughs) To the point that they were taxiing down the runway, the plane stopped, they came over the loudspeaker and said, we have to return to the gate, we'll explain more when we get there. At which point they went back to the gate, allegedly, supposedly, asked the guy to get off the flight, and he kind of threw a fit, but ultimately got off the flight what the heck i just don't understand what has happened to society (laughs) what is happening overall like i feel like you have a 50 percent chance now of having something like this happen on a plane i actually think this is like like i have a hard time believing that somebody would turn a plane around because of a farting man like i just feel like have you been on a flight because i can't tell you how many times i've been on a flight where i'm like somebody has got the rottenest guts and we're all suffering well he did it with malice and he started pushing it out <laughs> like he was they they knew that they had a chance also it had to be real loud if we could hear risk. it on an airplane uh, airplane yeah i didn't say mike i didn't know this was an option because when we were coming back for our honeymoon now we're coming back from mexico there was somebody very near to us that every about 15, 20 minutes made the flight very uncomfortable. Was it loud? It wasn't. You couldn't hear it. You could just oh, smell. it was <laughs> just an odor. So, that was so brutal. It's so horrible because you are trapped. Yeah. You are trapped. You can't move. Oh, my god. So gosh. if you are in the direct line of fire tutelage, uh, <laughs> tutelage <laughs> you're kind of... Yeah, you're in. Yeah, oh, toots I, I, good thing we all have masks with us nowadays. I would put on my mask. Yeah, when I travel, I always have a mask now, and it helps. For I don't sure. think like if it's bad enough, it's radioactive. It's getting through that paper mask, honey. I'm oh sorry, and it's going to get trapped in there, and it's yeah, going to right have particles. Whoa. I mean, it's just the thing is, Whoa. is that they're like, okay, they they probably thought, what if this gets worse and it's a confrontation? Well, when we're, we've already taken off. If you believe the story, and I know you, you yeah. are. That's a different suspicious. conversation for a different time. You're suspicious yeah. of Reddit threads, and I get it. Yeah, but if we assume that this was a plausible story, I would say there had to have been some other element to this story than just a man farting. Because I just believe, based on what you've already referenced, which is that have you met the world we live in lately? There are so many other things that, you know, seem more concerning than just like a guy dropping bombs. Yeah, but he's like, there's a verbal argument. You never know if it could escalate. And they're like, we're going to take care of this now. Well, and again, in the story, it says the man purported who just purport purposefully farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly yell. Yeah. And this is why people are uh, apparently while people were eating snacks. (laughs) Yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. And then someone in the row over says, if you don't like it, you can fly private. To which Fartman says, that's so bleeping rude. Oh, but pers- pushing out farts and going, smell this stink. That's uh, not rude. If if that ever happened on a plane, 
I would want to applaud that person and also kick them off the flight at the same time. You know, just the <laughs> yeah. thought of some guy like, if you think that's bad. <laughs> no. Well, we're, we're going to get a but little. what does that mean in a dream? <laughs> exactly. Which is what that. we're going to find out when we come back because Dawn's got dreams right here on My Talk 1071. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. We want you to choose you the healthier way with the Livia Way this year. And I did the Livia program. If you've been searching for something to do this year to get you back on track, the Livia program really works. What they do is they sit you down and they ask, what are your goals? And then they give you a personalized plan uh, based on registered dietitians and nutritionists and what they put together for you. So they give you the tools to basically make a roadmap for what you're going to do in your daily choices. They even give you tips on how to grocery shop, and it just becomes so easy to do. Also, they have breakthrough weight loss medication programs that are also offered if you decide that is right for you. So three months free right now if you mention me. Uh, go to 855 or call 855-GO-LIVIA or go to Livia.com. That's L-I-V-E-A.com and say, I heard this from Don McLean on my talk. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hello, welcome to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn with producer Mike and uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, if you haven't voted yet in the My Talkies, those are our own awards nominations and our own little show uh, with the, all the shows here. Go to MyTalk1071.com and vote for all the ones that say Bradley and Don. It's super easy. You don't have to log into a My Talk account. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. And uh, we've got some really good picks this year. It takes less than a minute. Yeah, hurry up because uh, we've only got, I think, through tomorrow. So if you've not voted yet, please do so. Have the two of you voted yet today? I have voted on every device. Good. Every single day. Get busy, listeners, and let us win once. Thank you. (laughs) Do you want to do some dreams? I do. All right, let's do some. Why don't you tell me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was making it work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn. Dreamweaver Dawn. Through the night. You want to do some dreams, girl? I do. Good. Because listeners sent you some dreams. They sure Although did. Although we don't know if these are actual dreams. They could have made it up. <laughs> I am so sorry. I know, I know. What? Are you oh, sorry each about? are re- referencing me thinking, I, I have a problem with like People Magazine reporting on Reddit threads. Hmm. And I'm like, you don't know if that's real or not? That's my own you know, That's issue, weird though. because I really, truly just dreamt that. Did you? Yeah. You did. What's eating over there? Well, that's an apple. No, that other thing. Oh, this was a little baby bell cheese. Oh, okay. A light mozzarella. There we go. How was that? Was it good? It was good. It kind of makes me feel like I had something real nice and hearty. Okay, it was good. just a little snack. All right. 
Now, let's move on to our first dream interpretation request that comes from Julie D. Julie D, she's related to Sunny. Hey, Dawn. I would appreciate if you could describe what my dream means. Yesterday, I was taking a nap on the couch and dreamt an explosion with big flash. It sounded so real that I jumped off the couch. I thought my house was hit by lightning. My heart was pounding. I went outside to see if anything, something happened in the neighborhood. It seemed very real. It never experienced something like that. Thank you for any input. Love your show, Julie. Okay, so reading, uh, so she wasn't, I just want to be clear, like in the dream, she wasn't sleeping. She was actually taking a nap. And then, so sometimes people dream about sleeping. That's why I yeah, just want to make clear. I, I just assumed that she was saying she was taking a nap and dreamt that there was a big explosion and okay, then she jumped okay. off the couch. But to your point, she could be saying that was the dream. I don't okay. know. Let's assume that it's that she was napping and then she dreamt of the big flash. Okay, okay. All right, I, I well, mean, I'm going to interpret it first just that there was a big explosion and then I'm going to yeah. talk about the other way just in case people are interested. Sure. Okay, so you are dreaming about if there's a big bomb that goes off or a big... Um, big flash with a explosion that is an, an uh, it's an uncontrolled or unknown change that happened in your life. And if you are, if it's something that startled you out of sleep, you have to think about something really big that happened that you were not aware of. Now your soul is telling you it's not a premonition or anything like that. Well, first of all, hopefully you check to see if there really wasn't some type of like a, something that actually exploded in your neighborhood since that can happen. Um, I'm sure you, you did. Um, and if nobody else was reacting, I'm sure it really was just a part of your dream. Oh, I, she did put that later in the email that there was a giant uh, explosion. <laughs> no, in the neighborhood. Stop it. Stop it. Does that but, mean anything? Stop. <laughs> um, so really, and, and you're dreaming and like, you probably were just at a place where, you know, you were in some frame of mind and it took you out of that. So you have to sort of go through the last 24 to 48 hours. You learned something or something happened that was a big change that you were unaware of. Now, that's that's just your basic dream symbol. If you were asleep in the dream, because I've had dreams where I'm like dreaming of sleeping, which is very meta. Yeah, but I think that's common, right? Yeah, sometimes you're dreaming about being asleep and then yeah. you're woken up, something wakes you up. You think you're awake or you think mm-hmm. you're trying to get awake, but you're really not because mm-hmm. you're in your dream. It's all a thing. Yes, yeah, so that would be uh, a loss of conscious awareness. So something happened and you were not, you had a, in your day, you're not very conscious of what is happening around you and you're not living in the moment and your soul would be telling you, hey, there were signs and learning moments that you were missing before this big surprise and big thing happened. Mm. But you're kind of not living in the moment and you could have known about the explosion, which isn't an explosion. It's just a big change. That's like, boom, this thing happened. Yeah. So uh, it could be anything that's like literal, like, okay, your company has now being bought out by another company or, you know, somebody's getting divorced or a big change. All right, so either way, hopefully, Julie, that meant something to you. Yeah. And I'm sure people who've experienced similar things will 
relate to that. Yeah. And maybe it'll encourage you to submit a dream to Dawn, which will tell you how to do in mere moments. You want another dream? Yes. Morgan, not Freeman, emailed the following. Dear Dawn, I was steering. Oh, did we clear that up with the audience, by the way? What? We have not. Really quickly. Crack a window. Air it out. In the last oh, segment. Sure. You guys suggested perhaps that was Morgan Freeman. A very astute listener responded that that clip is actually Mike Frank Caliendo doing an impression of Morgan Freeman. Thank you, Julie. Thank Thanks, you, Julie. Julie. Maybe so you guys were kind of right, right? Yeah, could be Julie from uh, the Dream segment sure. of the show that we just did, or not. Feel free to send us an email. Now let's go to Morgan, not Freeman. <laughs> Dear Dawn, I was staring, steering rather. At the head of a canoe, Mm -hmm. from shore to shore, crossing a river, undulating with waves. Mm. Once, I like that word, undulating. Once I was to the other side, I was at a junk shop slash junkyard with cool old stuff and lots of, quote, outbuildings throughout the property. There were lap dogs being cute, but barking and running around. So I herded up the doggies and I was going to put them all together in a room. When I opened the door to the quiet room, there was another door still shut. And in between the two doors was my dearly departed old boss who died 25 years ago. And I considered a VIP in my life. He didn't say anything, but he did give me the most beautiful, huge hug ever. And then I woke up. What? Okay, Morgan. So if you're in a canoe, that's like a car, but it's on water. Water is conscious life experiences. And you are able to, you're at the helm and you are, it looks like you're moving about life really well. Um, then when you land and you're like, okay, I'm doing the thing. And then whenever you are in a place where you have to do things and it you're you're coming to a stop, you're in temporary frames of mind. And when you do that, you have these habits where you are, you're sort of trying to, um, they're actually habits that other people notice. And what you're doing is you're verbalizing your mental clutter. So if you're in a, you're somebody that's like, okay, I have to, I have to make sure and file these reports and, oh gosh, but first I need to remember to eat my lunch because I'm going to get a migraine if I don't. That's my own mental clutter. And uh, then, um, oh gosh, we need to, so you're somebody who talks out your thoughts and feelings. And I rarely say this, but I think that your old friend is literally visiting you in a dream. This yeah. is a visitation You say dream. that because they didn't say anything. He just hugs you. So he visited you probably, and he's just comforting you and letting you know that when you did that in your day, and you were verbalizing all your mental clutter and trying to gather all those dogs. That's what you're doing and trying to kind of shut them up. Mm-hmm. He's just there for you going, you're going to get through this, Morgan. It's fine. I saw you do this before and you're going to get through this because I saw you ride that canoe. That's awesome. Yeah. It's well, kind a of a nice, nice dream. Up- yeah. Uplifting dream, Morgan. Hopefully that was helpful to you. Mm-hmm. And if you hear anything that Dawn says about your dream that resonates, feel free to give her some feedback. She likes your feedback. Mm-hmm. You want one more dream? Yeah. Okay, good. Because Nikki T has got some tea Nikki for tea. you. Not nicotine. Nikki T. <laughs> this is a dream, Dawn, that I have had at least five times a year. In my dream, I'm working part-time at a hospital. I used to work at a hospital, but I don't anymore. I realized in the dream, oh my gosh, I haven't been to work in like two weeks. 
Wouldn't, why didn't my manager call looking for me? Did I miss my shifts? I didn't get there fast and look at the schedule to see if I'd missed any shifts, so I sneaked into work, and then I can't find the shift book anywhere. I feel so lost and bad that no one noticed me gone or didn't contact me or anything. Okay. She has this five times a year. Okay, so, Nikki, this you're actually dreaming. Thank you for telling me that you used to work at a hospital. That is important because it's different from somebody else that would just dream about a hospital. Because when you dream about your work, you're dreaming about, um, and a former job, you're dreaming about an old way of thinking that Mm. has to do with your productivity. So you're dreaming about how you are being productive and you're not really happy with it right now. You're trying to go back to an old place where you used to be productive and you're not. You're trying to go back to old habits, well, not old habits, but old ways where you felt more organized. And you're like, wait a minute, I used to be able to hold my life together and I'm not really able to do that. And I am kind of feeling like I'm falling apart or I'm not able to keep my life together. But nobody else really seems to be bothered by it. But I am. Mm. So that's why you're dreaming about all these things. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, (laughs) And you're sort of feeling like sorry for yourself a little bit at the same time. But, you know. Yeah. It happens. There's new ways and tools that you can learn to get organized. It happens. We all do that. Also, you're human, Nikki. Turns yeah. out, just like everybody else. That's true. Except for the few of us that aren't. I want to say that all of these dreams were, this is how, I don't want to say behind, but I try to get to everyone's dream unless it seems violent or personal, and then I just email you back. But these are from the 8th of January. So if you haven't heard from me or heard it on the show, just be patient and It'll come. If you dream it, it will come. And uh, if they send an email, it will come. How do they get an email to you to submit a dream doll? Okay. Easiest way is to go to mytalk1071.com. Find the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on um, show pages. Just find our show page. You can see our email there. And while you're there, vote for the MyTalkies, the MyTalk Awards. In less than a minute, you can send a dream and you can vote for all of our picks. Good one. Um, New Teslas are very technologically advanced on. Yeah. In fact, Teslas are now so technologically advanced, Mm -hmm. they have ghost detectors in them. (laughs) Oh, my God. Have you seen this, Mike? I'm excited to see it now. No, literally, when we come back, there's a video that shows Teslas picking up dead bodies in a graveyard. And we'll tell you why when we come back right here on my Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, uh, right here on My Talk 1071. We talk about all things entertainment, where entertainment is fun. We have to talk about ghosts now. There's been some pretty cool footage of um, something that was caught on a Tesla camera. Ooh, that's supposed to be a oh, excuse ghost. Excuse me. Excuse me. I was having a little snack. Oh, break. that's yeah, some indigestion that yeah. Bradley's having. Um, okay, I don't know what to make of this story, but I thought, who do I know that will have an opinion, surely, mm-hmm. about passengers screaming as their Tesla detects Tesla. ghosts? It's hard to say Tesla detects ghosts. It's really, I mean, and I've been sober for 20 years and mm-hmm. it was still hard for me to say that. Mm-hmm. Passengers scream as Tesla detects ghosts in a graveyard. Uh-huh. What? Dawn, get out your ghost hunt material. <laughs> a Tesla has detected mysterious human figures in a graveyard one eerie late night recently, Dawn. Yes. Accompanied by his fiance and brother, 
with these three people can be heard screaming in fear. Ah! As figures multiply on the screen. They are literally driving uh, to this, or they're in the cemetery around the corner from the real conjuring house. Yeah, that's why I'm like, okay, this is getting serious here. Okay, but totally... You can see them. Look. Yeah. And the thing about this that makes it more believable for me is that it's unlike this other thing I'm going to talk about in a second. Like it's people walking and then they start to pop up and appear on the screen like out of nowhere. Yeah. So we should say like on the Tesla display, Mm -hmm. you see them driving around on this map. You see the map. Mike, did you see the video? I'm looking at it right now. Oh, not the video. No. Where's the video? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Just scroll down. Yep. And then play the video. It's a TikTok video. We'll link it on our show links page. It's on there right now. And they're driving by the cemetery and they're like, do, 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 look at this cemetery. They got, you know, video out the door and you see the, the cemetery. And then all of a sudden they look at the display in the center panel of the Tesla and these little like human like figures just appear out of nowhere and then they disappear and then they appear and it, isn't just one at first. Yeah. It's like two and then three and then a whole bunch of them. Yeah. What do you think? Is this real? Well, I don't know how that technology works, but the thing that that house is, I believe, very haunted, the real Conjuring house. Yeah. There's a listener whose son actually owned that house for a really? time. And there's a documentary about it that I had watched and I talked about it on the show. And they're like, hey, my son owns that house, which I found fascinating. I was like, ooh, tell me more. Um, I don't know what exactly that kind of camera. So the point of it is, is so you don't run into people and things, yeah. right? That's the point of those cameras. It shows you where trash cans are and people and stuff. So in visually as they're driving, they do not see people, but it shows up as people not just standing there. It's not like it sees a tree and it's mapping it as a person. No. They're fully walking. They're like moving around and then they'll like appear and then disappear. Mm-hmm. And then at one point they'll like rush towards the car. Yeah. And then disappear. It's very strange. It's kind of freaky. Well, okay. But, so like if I sent an email to you and your paranormal group mm-hmm. with a video from my Tesla saying, okay, this just happened. What do I do? What would you bring in to determine if there was any credibility to well, we wouldn't do it. Rumors. That's the thing. Why? Because we don't have the ability to determine whether or not. A, plus, well, we have to get permission from the person who owns the property to be there. Which well, what if it's a like, cemetery? Same. Yeah. What if the cemetery said, yeah, Don, you can come look. I, what I'm I getting mean, at is like. Out, we don't trespass. Like, you can ask other teams to do that. We're just not going to do it. No, no, I'm not asking you to trespass. I'm just saying like. What would you bring to bear on that situation to determine if there was any credibility to the video? Uh, We would probably bring EMF detectors, which measures, you know, basically the electricity in the air, if it changes in any way. You know, we have the Christmas lights. Is that what we said? The Christmas Christmas lights. Yep. Yep. Those are little sensors that light up that determine if it's changed. Have you ever been in a cemetery before? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of, I mean, I've had voices that I've recorded on on the property. I felt kind of guilty doing that, though, because these are people that are, you know, people's loved ones are there. That Yeah, but maybe they want to be a star. You don't but know. But would you hang out at a cemetery if Absolutely. you died? 100%. You would. Wouldn't well, you go, like, back to your house or, like, why would you hang out at your grave? Uh, because <laughs> I would hope 
for example, to be buried. might come by? If I was at Lakewood, because it has a beautiful view of the lake. Yeah. And it's a beautiful property. And I would have a nice view. And then I could hang out with some, like, Civil War folks. Sure. Yeah. You know. I mean, I... I don't really, there's also a lot of audio contamination. I sound so nerdy right now, but there's so many other things like cars passing by and people that could be around that you don't know. You can't contain the area. It's outdoors. So anyway, outdoors I'm is so hard. boring. It is. But I wanted to talk about something else that people use, which is a similar type of camera. It's called an SLS camera, which is really like an Xbox Connect. So an Xbox what? Connect camera is now been turned into like a ghost hunting device. An Xbox Connect is like it has a camera on it and it senses for gaming. Like if you stand up and do gaming, it first maps your body. So it it's like has a bunch of lasers that basically map your body and it's looking for a human figure. So it knows where your head and your arms are and your legs. So it kind of maps like a stick figure. And then it uses that for when you're playing the game. It's like a like if you're punching or whatever or kicking, like you can move around and it transfers to the avatar on the screen. Okay. So people have now taken that camera, which we have one, and then they're walking around a room and trying to see if they can see figures like this, but they're stick figures. Yeah. So you could use, you. so you have a camera, so you could we go do. to the cemetery and hold it up and see if this works. But here's the problem with that. That camera is designed to map and find human figures. So it will scan a room, and we've debunked this, that it doesn't really work, and it's kind of junk science that it's it is the job of it is to find a person so it will go around and find like a beam on a wall and turn it into a person Hmm. or a planter and then turn it into a little person that's a short little person yeah oh that's a bummer sometimes they'll appear and it's like oh it's just the lamp in the corner you know if you were driving around through a cemetery and yeah. all those sudden people started popping up, what would you do? Well, I noticed that at the end they open up the back door and like, come on in. Like, that was kind of fun. I would have done that. This also, did you notice me, that? I'm saying it's different from the SLS. Like, this one I think could be real. That's the one bizarre thing was I was watching it. I was like, oh, so they're moving and it's just picking up little shrubs and little headstones yeah. that no, are there turning moving. into they're humans. Stopped. But they are stopped yeah. and everything else around them is moving, which is more fascinating. And also, sure. it says when they open the door, like, Proceed with caution. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because there's ghosts out there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And you'd got to believe there were a bunch of ghosts in a cemetery at some point. No? Did you, did you, didn't you do Our Town in high school? Oh, God. Uh, the play? I hope no one's doing that around here right now. I, I think it's really boring. It is really boring. But there's a whole scene where the dead are in the cemetery. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well. But yeah, I really uh, think this is I, cool. I wish I had a Tesla. I was so going to say, I feel like you guys need to get a Ghostbusters vehicle in the form of a Tesla <laughs> and easy, drive around. So easy. Yeah. We're a nonprofit. We'll just have to get some serious yeah, donations. Which means it's a write off. So hurry up. <laughs> Let's do it. Somebody could have faked this video too. You always have to remember that. Well, you're no fun at parties. I know. Hey, when we come back, speaking of fun at parties, we're going to go have a party at Britney Spears' house. Actually, it's uh, her vacation getaway. Where? It's in French Polynesia. And it's not just any getaway in French Polynesia. It's like the getaway in French Polynesia. And we're going to go there for a few minutes when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. It's the end of the hour, Bradley. So we have to talk a little bit more. Let's talk a little bit longer. Oh my God! Did I just end the show for like a minute early? Bye. No, I've decided we're done. (laughs) Bye. Here we go. Here's some music. We can't control it. Oh my God.
<laughs> I haven't done that for a while. Hey, <laughs> listeners, when we come back, oh my God, we're going to go on a trip for a few minutes. <laughs> uh, you already heard all that. No, see, I was done. You were hey, supposed to just... for the My Talkies. Go to our website. Did you do that yet? Yeah, I said I did it. All it's a devices. New, it's a new audience, Dawn. Oh, yeah, I did. Do it today. We'll be My right talk. back.